Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. What if it was possible to get local fresh groceries sent right to your door? You could read so much celebrity gossip with all that free time. Instacart connects you with a personal shopper in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores. In times like this, leaving your house less is a win. You can shop multiple stores, get great deals, and receive orders in as little as one hour. Your shopper picks the freshest produce, and they keep your eggs safe as well. And for listening to our show, you can get free delivery on your first order over $35 by following the link in our show description. And you help support the show. So win-win. Instacart, never set foot in a grocery store again. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, we missed you guys. We weren't on last week, but we're back. <laughs> Sorry for yes, the unexpected uh, week break, but um, we're here mm-hmm. and we got some fun things to talk about today. And of course, we have a fun game and hot topics. So just stay tuned. Destiny, pay attention. We're recording the podcast. Oh my gosh, I am. Okay, Destiny, did you enjoy your free weekend not having to record a podcast? Um, Yeah, I guess. I kind of missed a little bit, but it's okay. We're back yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, so just for everyone else who doesn't know, didn't listen to our last episode, Destiny is back at school. So we are officially doing this um, virtually through Zoom um so this is our first episode doing it this way so hopefully everything goes well and there isn't any like weird lagging or anything but if there is we'll just let you know so that you're like not thinking something's wrong with your (laughs) with your radio or whatever you're listening to on um but yeah so anyways we're excited because we're gonna be talking about dating and relationships this episode and um I don't know. I guess like everybody has, I guess generationally, like, you know, if we talk to our mom or some of my mom's friends about like, what was dating like in the, the, uh, like 
early 80s and 80s yeah like what like what is it like and they would like you know have their own version and then I had and of course I have my version and Destiny has her version and she's younger so like she's dated but it definitely is not I don't know experience yes I don't know (laughs) how to explain like you're not like actively searching for for getting married yeah yeah (laughs) your husband um but I guess for me, so I've been in a relationship for the last two and a half years, um, which is cool. You know, you have your options, <laughs> you have your downs. Uh, but before that, I was single for a while, like uh, a good like four or five years after college, I want to say. Maybe yeah. four, four years. Um, because I had a serious boyfriend um, at, coming out of high school and into my freshman year of college in uh, part of my sophomore year of college as well. And then we broke up and um, that's when I got back into the dating game the last two years, but I was uh, still kind of like, I was, and then I was seeing some, my senior year, I was seeing someone, but it wasn't like official because I had just gotten out of that like long-term relationship and I was a little damaged and I was not like trying to really, commit to anyone at that time but for like all intents and purposes like we were boyfriend and girlfriend without the title and um and so then and it was weird and we after I graduated like we just ended and it wasn't (laughs) like we had a big fallout or that we were like okay we're done seeing each other it was just like okay well I graduated so I'm just gonna do me (laughs) yeah <laughs> and it was cool. Like we were, we were, we were cool. We were friends after that. We still spoke to each other for you know maybe a year after, but we weren't like hanging out like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then after that, that's when I was like officially, officially like completely single for like four years and like dating on and off. And it was hard because I would say that I was a relationship girl prior to all of that because all through high school and, uh, you know, part of college, I've like always been kind of in a relationship. And so being single for those, those years was actually really hard for me because I just, like I said, I was a relationship girl and I, it was kind of depressing because I was like, why can I find someone who just (laughs) wants to marry me? I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, and I did. I mean, I did all the things I think. I mean, I did. I was on the dating apps. Like I was on Tinder. I was on plenty of fish. I did Bumble for a little bit. I did. um, It's probably another one that I can't think of right now, but they, I just, I don't know. None of them worked obviously. Cause I never, I didn't end up in a relationship with any of them. And I only went mm-hmm. on like a handful of dates with any of the people that I met because I'm such a like shy reserved person and like social settings and going out with like a stranger gave me so much anxiety. Like right. forget about the, like not knowing them and their stranger and like, you know, stranger danger. And like that, part wasn't necessarily what I was worried about because I was going to take precautions that so that people knew where I was at and all this other stuff but I just the fact that I had to sit down with somebody for potentially an hour and come up with small talk or you know conversations with them like gave me so much anxiety that I was like I don't want to I don't want to do it and like I just <laughs> didn't I like I really really had to push myself to go do it when I would go out with a person that I met online or something. Cause it was just like, ah, 
what if I, what if we have nothing to talk about and have to awkwardly sit there for like an hour and I just don't want to do it. I'm not a, uh, you know, small talk type person. I hate it. Like I just, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, yeah, yeah. And so that's why, I, and then I ended up always reverting back to like guys that I used to talk to like <laughs> from like high school or college or whatever, like that during the summer, but just be like, mm, it's easier because at least I know them already. Like, yeah, it wasn't awkward. <clears throat> yeah well I guess for me um I've only had like one serious like boyfriend I guess and that was uh like what year was that junior year to senior year mm-hmm. um and then since I've been in college I I've been just chilling I mean <laughs> I'm not really um like looking for like a boyfriend or mm-hmm. anything like that right now like I'm just kind of trying to get through college and then we'll see I don't know. I feel like we're kind of opposite with that. I'm not really like, I don't really care, but it might be like the age difference. Like you're mm-hmm. in a different point in your life, but mm-hmm. I really just, I'm boys just give me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you, would you ever consider getting on a dating app or anything like that? If like- um, yeah. Like maybe when I get like older, like where I'm actually like legal to do stuff, but <laughs> Um, I mean, you're 18. It's not like you're. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like a kid, but you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Maybe like, yeah, later on in life, if it comes to it, and I'm just lonely with my mm-hmm. dog, cat. <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say? People want to naps are lonely. <laughs> I just think that like it's harder. Like when you're in college, and and even in high school, like it's so easy to, it's so much easier to date. Because you're surrounded by people that are your that same you age all the time. Yeah, that yeah. you already know. Like, you hang out with them, you go to class with them, you go to parties with them. You, like, you already kind of know who they are, get their vibes. Like, and so it's easier to start dating them in that time. Yeah. But once you get out of school, like, your social life, unless you, unless you stay connected with those people in college, like, mm-hmm. it dips a lot. Because, one, you go to work, you have to work, and you don't necessarily – I mean, some, some people do, obviously this is just, I'm speaking in my case, like you don't go out to parties. Like a love interest at work or anything like that. Right. Yeah. And so you go to work and you may go out, you know, pre COVID, you may go out on the weekends and stuff like that. But I don't know, as an adult, like you don't, you, unless you really got like a really banging job right out of college, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, you can't afford to go out every weekend and, you know, and spending money and get in the club, get in the bar, whatever. And so like, it's like a little bit harder to like meet new people that way because yeah, like you're either at work or you're at home. And then if you go out, then it's like, you know, that's like your best time to do it. But <laughs> adulting is hard and like <laughs> going out every weekend is tiring. I know there's people who can do it, but for me, it was not like that. And then I also am a shy person and like, I do have to have like I don't know. I really have to have like a strong feeling about someone when I'm looking at them for me to actually like go up to them and like talk to them if they don't approach me first. And then some of the people that that if they do approach you (laughs) at the bar or whatever, you know, sometimes they just might not be attractive to to you. Like you just like, uh, like he's unfortunately like, like, like humans are like most of the time people react on how attractive they are before they give you attention and it's it's, mm-hmm. sh- it, it's shallow but it's just the way of life sometimes so if, like you don't feel that immediate attraction with somebody you're just like mm, I, don't, I don't really want to be yeah. bothered please leave me alone like, mm-hmm. you know? um so like yeah so when I first 
like getting out of school and stuff, you know, I did go out a little bit more than I do now, you know, now that I'm older, now that I'm 28, but um, even then, like for me going out was like hanging out with my friends. And then if a guy came up to me, a guy came up to me, but it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a big deal or I wasn't like really comfortable with myself to go up to somebody like that and like introduce myself. Um, unless they knew somebody that I already like, because I remember there was one time I went to a bar and there was a guy there that knew one of my friends that I had never met him before. And then I'll, you know, I like patted my shoulder, my friend, and I'm like, Hey, who's, who's this guy? And she introduced me to him. And like, we went on like a date after that. And it, it, of course it did last. <laughs> I don't know where that person is right now. <laughs> like, I have no idea. I can't even tell you what his name is. Like that's how it kind of got a long ago it was. And we only went out like, yeah, that one time. Yeah, I definitely feel like I agree with like, especially I feel like where we grew up at, um, like in our county, what there's like three high schools. Mm-hmm. So like for us, like a lot of the people like we knew like in high school, we've known since like kindergarten. Elementary school, yeah. Yeah, like even some people I go to college with now, like I've known them since like a little kid. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it's like easier to like like you were saying so much easier to date because like you basically grew up with all these people like you mm-hmm. don't have to go through the weird like talking stage getting mm-hmm. to know each other stage you just kind of like just already know each other so it's so much mm-hmm. easier and then in college it's just I don't know I feel like because we're all still so young like of course I'm not gonna go dating a 23 year old or anything mm-hmm. like that so it's like we're all very immature still. So like <laughs> I feel like a real relationship wouldn't even work at this stage in life because mm-hmm. everyone is still, you know, getting used to being in college and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say like for me, because I was such a relationship girl and like I wanted to be in a relationship and then like be in this relationship. For, like even if I had like no plans of like getting married at, at that point mm-hmm. in time, like I was like, I want to be with this person so that when we graduate, we we get married or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like and so for a person who's like that and then like you're single and you're trying to date people who are in like your age group and <laughs> who are like no girl like, it was yeah. so hard especially boys <laughs> yeah like very not they're not yeah, looking they're, at that stage right now right if you're a young like g- girl like you the guys at your age are not at your maturity level and then I guess I was still kind of immature too because I never like dating someone who was much older than me like was like would turn like turn me off like I was like oh no I don't want to no like yeah like (laughs) but at the same time I (laughs) wanted to be like (laughs) cuffed up real hard and it was it was hard so yeah I mean after college like I would date people and they might we might talk we might hang out everything seems good for like two or three weeks and then they're like I and I never thought I was like I never I don't know how to like try to come off clingy or needy or whatever. Like I never tried to rush it, but at the same time, I also like didn't want to waste time. Mm-hmm. So like I would like casually bring up like, Oh, so where do you see this going after like, you know, three weeks. And that might've been <laughs> the reason why they're like, Oh no, this movie too fast. Me where this is going. And we've only been dating for like three weeks. And it wasn't because I was like, I want you to be my boyfriend. Now I was just like generally curious. Like, do you like me? Like, I just want to mm-hmm. know that you actually like me before I like keep continuing to date you. And so that's how I used to feel. And it would just always be like, Oh yeah, we're cool. Everything's great. And then like, you slowly stop hearing less and less from them. And mm-hmm. I would just get so frustrated 
with everything because I just was like, ah, and and I think it's because I messed up myself. Like I put this plan in my head that like by 25, I was going to be married by 28. I was going to have my first child, you know, by 30, (laughs) I was going to have my second child like that. And so, and a lot of women do that and they like really set themselves up for failure because you are, you cannot predict you yeah, you're not on your own not, timeline. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're on God's timeline and he said and whatever he says that's how it's going to go. And so mm-hmm. I like had to like one of the things about growing up in with myself and getting caught, like trying to like come to the realization is like like I cannot put that timeline on myself. Like I cannot like age is age is a factor for women when it comes to like children and stuff obviously, but like also you have to be mindful that like you cannot put it a limit on, on yourself. Like, you know, because if that date, that age comes around and don't happen, then you're just depressed. And so like, yeah. I've been, I'm still working on it. Cause there's still points in my life where I'm like, dang, I thought I'd be like married by now. And, you know, mm-hmm. and then I had to realize to myself, like, girl, you're only 28. A lot of people say that you really should wait until you're 30 when you're married, because that's when you're at like your most stable part of your life is in your thirties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Or you really got, you really start to figure out who yourself, who you are when you hit your thirties. And so I have to try to like keep reminding myself that. And then like, you know, even though I'm about to be 29 this year and like, that's just like makes my stomach hurt because it's like <laughs> one year away from 30 and it's just like, <laughs> for some reason, 20 year olds, when they hear to think about the thought of like hitting that next decade, you're just like, Oh man, I'm no longer a young adult and it kind of just, I don't know, if it, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, especially I feel like men don't really like like plan anything, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they just get married when they get married, have kids when they have kids. Mm-hmm. It's just like they just gradually move with life. I feel like with women it's like pressured on us like you have to make sure you have kids and have a job and be married and all that stuff. So I feel like it's a lot harder being a a girl trying to date than it is being a boy. Yeah. Cause I think, I don't know. We just added societal pressures, I guess it still isn't great. I mean, I think, I think, they, you know, your generation, even my generation, obviously like we've come around to like, we don't have to be young wives and mothers anymore, obviously, because mm-hmm. most, most of people in my generation, a lot of people in my generation do wait, uh, have like their statistics that we have waited longer to get married and have children because we are trying to, you know, find a career and, and it might also have something to do with student loans. Like student loans are obviously way more now, like Mm -hmm. are a big problem now, way more than it used to be. Like it used to be really cheap to go to college and now it's not. And so people can't afford (laughs) children um, in their twenties anymore. So We've come yeah. to that. And, and obviously, because it, the thing that women, more women are working now, it also has pushed back the fact that women aren't having children at a young age because back then. They, yeah, they would rather yeah. have like a career and stuff than yeah. rush women used to Yeah, women used to stay at home. And now that women have a career, they just don't have time, you know, to have children or they want to get their career in a good place before they have children. And so therefore that means we are having children a lot later Mm -hmm. and you just kind of have to get out of your own way when it comes to stuff like that. Like stop putting the pressure on yourself as far as like timelines and I'm getting better at it. And you know, when that day comes, it'll be great. You know, it'd be awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll be blessed and thankful, but um, at the same time, I've, I've, I've definitely am at a better place with it. Yeah. I was um, thinking like, 
I wonder, like, our need, like, to be in a relationship comes from, like, having parents that weren't in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we want, like, in our head, we have to imagine, like, a picture-perfect family, like the white picket fence and the Mm -hmm. dog and all that stuff because that's, like, we didn't grow up with that. Mm -hmm. And so it makes us want it, like, even more. Right. It's very possible and could be very the reason why because, like you said, like, you know, you you see on media and on TV these, like, nice little nuclear families, a husband and wife and kids, and they all seem so happy. Everyone seems so financially stable because there's two incomes and all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, coming up in a household that – a divorced household, like – you didn't have that kind of stability. And so like you kind of, you feel like you you need it. Yeah. You need it because you didn't have it and you want Mm -hmm. that so bad. And so you put a lot of pressure on yourself to like find the one. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, it also has its like upsides too, because I do feel like because our parents' relationship didn't work out, I was a lot, I was, you know, protecting myself, making sure that I wasn't just having children with anybody and um and that I had that goal for myself to be married but yeah definitely I think that does play a part in it too which is Mm -hmm. it is what it is I guess (laughs) yeah that's one thing I'll always remember mom teaching us is you should get married and then have kids Mm -hmm. that's like a very important lesson I feel like we learned growing Mm -hmm. up yeah and like also just like you know you it also could be a detriment to us because I do feel like in relationships where I tried really hard to like make it serious before before really the time it needing to be before I even really got to know that person probably also plays into that too because like I was like trying to make something happen so that (laughs) I knew I was secure you know but like Mm -hmm. you can't force a relationship out of somebody if it's not meant to be hard or meant to be yeah and then and then if you do force it then you're like you're going down this motions and you realize that this person is like a trash person we don't have anything in common or whatever you just wasted you know however many months or years with that person that when you could have been getting to know someone else so yeah relationships are hard (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah, I mean, luckily, <laughs> and still, like I said, I, I fell, fell into that, like, I would not, I would have a hard time dating people that I absolutely did not know. And that's why I would always either go back to someone I was dating or start talking to people who I was just friends with in the day, back in the day or whatever, and realize, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, maybe, maybe I could date them. Because I mean, that's kind of what happened with Ricky, like, yeah, I'm, Ricky, since the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And we weren't, I mean, we were cool, um, like up until middle school. And then I went to a different middle school than he did. And then we were, then we all went to RCA, which was this, uh, like career academy that all the schools went to. And we had, you know, lunch and we were cool back then when we were in high school. And then we like stopped talking to each other for years. And just like one day he slid in the DMs and I was like, <laughs> you want to you want to get a drink sometime and you know I was like yeah sure and then you know two years later we're here um <laughs> but <laughs> so it kind of worked out for me because that's just I mean I just had I just have this real social anxiety when it comes to talking yeah. to strangers yeah even like um how do you think like social media like affected like when you were dating and then when I was in because I know like at my age now at my age now, at the time we are now in life, social media is very, very popular and it's very easy 
to meet people that like aren't you know around you mm-hmm. and stuff like that so I feel like um it has caused like a lot of you know couples to like do like long-term relationships or even like catfishes and stuff because you really don't know like what anyone looks like right how do you think that was different like when you were a teen um I think it was so I don't think it really I mean it did from from in my case and not for I'm not saying this is for everyone in my case like it didn't really play that much part into dating for me like yeah you had like a random stranger like sliding your dm and and I just I was always wary of it because maybe because of catfish, but like, I just was that mm-hmm. the show or whatever, but I just, whenever someone that I didn't know, like slid into my DMs, I was always like, who is this? Like I, you know, I would go to their page and if they didn't have like any real pictures of just them, or they were like a bunch of memes and stuff like that, I would ignore it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who this is. And then like, and Snapchat kind of was the worst. Like, I don't know how people found you on Snapchat in the first place. Cause like, to me, Snapchat is not like, I feel like, you, you have, have to know somebody. Yeah, you have to know someone. It's not like Instagram where you can go on like a discover page and just like find all these people and start following mm-hmm. them. At the time, anyways, I'm sure I don't use Snapchat as much anymore. So I'm sure there's an easier way to find people and follow them. But like if someone like followed me on or requested to be a friend on Snapchat, I was and I didn't know them. I was like, okay, that's weird. How'd you find me? And those people will I've had like two instances where somebody messaged me on Snapchat and was like, hey, how's it going? I haven't spoke to you in a while and I have no idea who this is. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, who is this? And they're like, "Um, so-and-so, you remember we met at so-and-so at this place? And I was like, no, that's not me. You got the wrong person. I've never (laughs) been there before. And I'm like, oh, dang, sorry. But like, what you up to? And I'm like, nothing. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) he's like, oh, well, can you send me a picture of you? And I'm like, "Mm, no. And then, <laughs> and you know, you got a, a deep pick in your in your DMs, and you're like, "What? What? Yeah, like yeah. that happened to me twice." And I'm like, "Ah!" And so, like after the second time, I was like, "Okay, I need to stop responding to people that I don't know because they're liars. They act like they know who you are, like you've met them, but it's really just a setup to like send unsolicited uh, deep pics." And so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like, I don't think it really. I think for me, social media af- affected. And I think it still does affected you once you were in a relationship because you start noticing stuff. Yeah. Prior to like being into like when I was in high school and social network wasn't a big deal as it was today. Like you didn't necessarily like worry about girls or them DMing people like at the most like in my space you got. If, if they had a girl that you didn't know in their top eight, you were like, what is that? Like, you know, <laughs> the top eight. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't as like, I don't know. You weren't checking on your people, on your person on social media like that. And like the older I got, social media got more, you know, involved. Like people, it would like affect relationships because, you know, you would see them, you you would you could see who people were liking and what they were commenting mm-hmm. on your stuff or what they were liking and people would you know get upset about that if you're liking some other girl I don't have a problem with that like that's the whole point of Instagram is to go and look at pictures like just because you like somebody's picture doesn't mean that you're going to go out and find them and have sex with them like that doesn't that mm-hmm. those two things do not I guess what it's for mm-hmm. is to look at people's pictures I'm like oh this girl looks good like not that I want her but she looks nice I'm gonna give her you know a, d- a double tap now if you sign into her DMs afterwards yeah that's a problem don't do that. <laughs> 
Um, but that like really messes with people though. Like, you know, and then like you hear some couples like, well, they say they won't even follow each other on, on like social media anymore because of, they don't want to get jealous or whatever. And, and then, you know, if you, people get upset, like if you don't post that person enough on your social media, then you're like, well, why are you trying to keep me from people knowing? And so that like that, and then if you post too much, then you have people like, in your business and, and, and getting into that, or like you are attracting other people that you, who are like trying to help, help, you know, help it to destroy your relationship for whatever reason. Like, cause if they see that you, Oh yeah, he's posted this girl all the time, but yet, and then they'll go in and find that you've liked all these other girls pictures. And then they're like, Oh, but look how many pictures he likes from this other girl. Like, you know, like then it gets, so then you have to find that balance of like protecting your relationship, but at the same time, also letting people know you're in one so that your, mm-hmm. your partner feels, you know, wanted. So I don't know, long story short, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think that social media can help if you're that social person to want to reach out and talk to people through that way. Um, because obviously there's a way to like, like, that's how you can, you can message them without like having to have their phone number and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think it really affects relationships, people's relationships once they're in one more than it does for like dating wise. But yeah, definitely. I think like, I think social media is really bad in a relationship. Actually. I think it causes <laughs> a lot of problems Yeah, just because like, like you said, like, you know, posting the whole like, oh, if you don't post me, does that mean you don't really like me? Post mm. me too much, like trying to hide something, trying to mm. pretend like we're a good couple or anything like that. And also, like, I feel like you just find stuff out from social media or like, mm. also, I feel like you can get to know someone better from what they post on social media mm-hmm. than in real life because people will be social media gangsters. So (laughs) they're different on social media than they are in real life. Right. That's true. I mean, I agree because there's been times where me and Ricky have gotten into arguments about something that I saw. And it wasn't even necessarily on his story. It would be like, Mm -hmm. I saw something on one of his friend's stories. And I'll be like, you didn't tell me that y'all were going here. And it starts the whole, and then he gets mad at me. He's like, "Are you are you watching me?" On and I'm like, "No, I'm like, you just I'm literally not. I'm just like going through stories, and your friend just happened to pop on mine, and uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it just it causes an argument. So yeah, I agree. You you do find some things that that you're not necessarily looking for, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I mean. Like I said, you're you're 18, so 19 now. Oh, I'm sorry, 19. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so like dating at your stage in life is is fun. <laughs> Once you start getting older and you're like wanting to like settle down, it's awful. <laughs> dating <laughs> sucks. <laughs> like <laughs> like when times are like if me and my boyfriend get into like these big a big fight and like for like the split second I think about ending the relationship I think about oh that means you have to start dating again I'm like never mind I'll forgive <laughs> we'll just have to work it out then yeah, we'll just work it through it. <laughs> like like that's how annoying it is yes you just don't know people's intentions like and then like you feel like you know you have to like date them for an, a, enough time to kind of figure it out. And then like, once you find out their intentions aren't good, 
you just feel like you wasted, you know, however much time yeah, all it took this to get time. to it. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know. So I don't know what the best way is to do it. I don't know if it's the best way, I guess, to maybe date multiple people at the same time. As you're like honest about weigh it. out your options yeah just weigh out your options I guess that'd probably be the best way as long as you're not like lying and saying that you're in a committed relationship with this person like if you're front, upfront and honest that like we're just dating and we're not exclusive like if you keep that honest then I think it's fine yeah yeah I feel like the best way is to just date multiple people that way, you're not committed to anybody. You're not wasting your time. You're just searching. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. So that's our advice for anybody that <laughs> date multiple people. You heard it here first. <laughs> <sighs> but anyways, okay, Destiny. I think we've we've had a interesting discussions about relationships. I hope we help some people out. I don't know. Probably not because we're not very good daters, but not good daters. <laughs> we're not so good at the dating game ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we have um, a game we got to play. So let's do that. Welcome to America's favorite game show, Millennial versus Gen Z. The game show where millennials try to prove that they are the superior generation. Please. What are you doing? I'm trying to sound like a game show host. Yeah, that's not working. Wow. Maybe we should just get right into it. Okay. Okay, guys, we're back. And we're like literally back this time because we were having a little bit of a feedback issue um, just a second ago. But we have resetted and we're back and we're ready to play this game. Um which I guess I, I didn't really tell you what the rules were going to be. This is what we were going to be doing this time, Destiny, huh? <laughs> no. Okay, so I thought we would go back and and get back to the roots of things and the competition of things. And we just do a little trivia quiz, Gen Z versus millennial trivia. Um, so what the, the, what the rules are going to be is that I'll ask, ask you a question and you have to answer. And if you get it right, you get a point. And all my questions are based about millennials or something to do with uh, growing up, the generation for millennials. Ah, I don't know how to explain it correctly, but it has something to do with um, my generation. And then you have a set of questions for me that are all based around Gen Z. And if I answer the question right, then I get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end wins. Okay? Okay. It was really hard for me to come up with my questions, by the way. (laughs) It was kind of hard for me too, honestly. I even because I was like trying to make sure I was hitting different like genres, like you know, but like music and pop culture and stuff. But I think I got. It. I think I did. I think I did pretty good. So you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. So, go. My question is: What were those colorful bands that had different shapes and like animals on them? And sometimes you would trade them at recess. <laughs> Were they, they call like silly bands or something like that? Oh man, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> when we grew up, we had something like we had like something similar. It was like jelly bands or like they they were like the same kind of material, but they weren't like shaped like animals. And mm-hmm. they actually were got like weren't allowed in, at certain schools because people start it making was, them think. 
think that it like each color meant something different. Like black meant you had sex and <laughs> blue meant you had <laughs> you did something with your mouth. Like, you know, <laughs> it was like so like yeah. school stopped banning them because of that. I but, actually don't think I ever actually like owned a silly band. I think I would steal them like if I saw them around <laughs> school. Mm-hmm. I don't think mom would actually buy something like that for me, but yeah, they were the things mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember them. Okay, you ready? For, okay, my question for you: Diddy had a reality TV show on MTV <laughs> called Making the Band. What are the names of the three groups he created on that show? Oh my gosh, niece. <laughs> now you know. I did not know this. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> you know good. Well, you can get a half that. a point if you can at least name one. Destiny Child. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kim really? Kim, little Kim? No. It was the show. I mean, Little Kim was part of their uh, album or record label, but like on the actual MTV show, he created <laughs> bands. And this happened in like the early 2000s. Low Kim happened in the 90s. So think a little mm-hmm. bit sooner. <laughs> Shanice, I just feel like, you know, I was not going to know the answer to this. <laughs> I thought you were because at least one of the bands was really popping, was very popular. Anyways, and one of them and like some of the, the girl, like one of the girls in the group, like did reality shows after. They- oh, run. Um, uh, X. No, there was already a thing, wasn't there? No. Escape. <laughs> okay. Okay, you don't get it. But the question, <laughs> the answer was the first season he had, a, he did a rap group and they were called Da Bam, Da Band, sorry, like DA mm-hmm. and then Band. And then then he had his girl group, which was Danny Kane, and they had Aubrey O'Day and Dawn in it. And mm-hmm. then the third group was a, was a boy band and it was, they were called Day 26. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, I would have never got that. Because oh Danny so Kane was like the most successful out of all of them, and they had like two albums come out that did really well, but then they had like this really bad breakup and all this sort of stuff. But mm. okay, my that turn. Okay, <laughs> what was the spinoff called for That's So Raven? A lot of people forget this show, but I remember it. Oh, was it Corey in the House? Oh my gosh! See, this is what I'm talking about because <laughs> you were alive. <laughs> You were alive when these bands came out, Destiny. Mm, I don't know. Danity Kane <laughs> had their albums when I was like in high school. <laughs> mm, seems a little whatever. whatever. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, you should get this because it's they still like pop up on social media every now and then, and so you should know. Okay, it says name three popular cartoons that were that were big on Nickelodeon in the 90s or early 2000s? Cartoons on, Nick- on Nickelodeon? Um, geez, Louise. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Ed and Eddie was on Cartoon Network, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nickelodeon. Uh, hey, Arnold? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Cat and Dog? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that one show about that dog, like the cowardice dog or something. That was on Cartoon Network. Courage the Cowardly Dog is on Cartoon Network. Okay. um, Rugrats? 
Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, yes. if you don't get Rugrats, then... <laughs> Yes, those are good ones. You could have, yeah, you could have said also Doug, Ren and Stippy, um, Angry Beavers. Uh, you could even said SpongeBob. SpongeBob technically came out in the late nineties, oh, yeah. early two thousands. But yeah, technically, I guess. Mm-hmm. It okay. felt SpongeBob feels more more um, like recent. Yeah. Okay. Because it's still on. <laughs> okay. You might not know this one. What was a very popular game show that Disney used to uh, host? And they would mix like different Disney Channel stars together, like from different TV shows. And it would only yeah. come on once a year. Uh, you're probably not going to talk. I know what yeah. you're talking about, but I don't know if I remember what it was called. It was like they would do like a series of like relay race type things or like yeah. challenges like that, right? Yeah. Oh, it's a very called? like simple name. <laughs> <laughs> they could have been like more Disney creative. Channel All Stars. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's called Disney Channel Games. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is okay, so. Do I get stupid. a half a point? Yeah. <laughs> or do I get the whole point? You Hold can on. get I'm a half. I'm trying to actually find a pin to like mark these down. <laughs> My turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one, I feel like you should know because people have still like make reference to this. But okay. What superstar musical couple wore matching denim outfits to the 2001 American Music Awards? Uh, 2001? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it Beyonce? No, no. Is it Jennifer Lopez? Mm-mm. Matching uh-huh. denim outfits. They, they were, were like pop- a couple? Yes. And they were pop stars. Oh my goodness, Brad Pitt! Oh my goodness, he's not, not a pop Brad star. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, one uh, was in a boy band. The guy was in a boy band. Whitney Houston? No, pop. It's J Lo and no. Diddy. <laughs> no, J Lo and Diddy never wore matching <laughs> denim outfits. Oh my gosh, Denise, I'm so bad at this right now. Okay. Hit me, uh, baby, one more time. Britney Spears and Justin and Timberlake? Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, half point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just give yourself half a point after I gave you like 500 hints. Okay, <laughs> sure. It was, yeah. Dang it. I knew that. <laughs> I feel like Jennifer Lopez wore like a jean outfit before. I don't know. She might have, but I don't. That's not what she's known for. The one iconic outfit she wore to the, I think, MTV Music Awards was that like plunging green dress. And that was when she was with Diddy, but they didn't have matching outfits. (laughs) Would have been cute. (laughs) Okay. Mine is a song, is lyrics. Okay. This is, I don't know if they're really that popular, but. Uh, they were my life, so you should get this right. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. It goes like this. My girl, my girl, <laughs> she loves me blank all the time. Hold on. My girl, what? My girl, she loves me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I have the melody, right, though. My girl, my girl, she loves me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What's the last? What's the second? What's the bl- what's after the blank? She blanks me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sounds bad. <laughs> she kisses me all the time. 
No. I don't know if you're going to get this. Is my girl, my girl, she loves me. She hits me all the time. Like texting, <laughs> like hitting up my phone. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that one. She hits me all the time. Yeah, that was, who was that, Destiny? Mindless behavior, the one and only. Okay. <laughs> okay, you should get this one because you just referenced another show that was involved with this. What famous sitcom star uses used to say, you nasty, all the time in their show? Oh, Raven <laughs> That's her name, right? Raven Simone? Yeah, that's a Raven. That's a Raven. Mm-hmm. You're a little nasty. <laughs> okay, my last question is, this was a very popular website to get on when I was younger. Um, like, I really don't know the obstacle of the game, but like, basically, you would make a person and they would like travel. Very popular. Travel. You might not know it. Like, you could go to different worlds. Was it the one with the animals? Did it have animals Mm-mm. in it? Oh. Mm-mm, they had like big heads and skinny bodies. Was it like that a Wii game or something? Mm-mm, it's a computer game. It's like a website. Roblox? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's Pop Tropica. Oh yeah, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> you never heard of Pop Tropica? No. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was like a little online game, and you could like, I really don't know. Like, I think you were supposed to like complete the worlds. Mm-hmm. But you can just like travel from world to world and like decorate your person or whatever. Pop it sounds like an early version of Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I thought that was a pretty popular game growing up. Right? No, I've never heard of that game before. <laughs> okay. Well, here's my last question. And I don't think you're going to get this right because I just don't think you know. <laughs> but what was the name of the author who wrote Twilight? Oh my God. <laughs> I do not <laughs> Uh, Chris, Kristen Gamble. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just completely made that. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no idea who that is. Okay, it's Stephanie Meyer. Yeah, even if you said the name, I still do not. Know okay, so how many points did I get? I don't know. You're keeping score, weren't you? Because I, I was keeping my your score. I was oh. keeping my score. <laughs> um, one, two. Half a point. You got two and a half. You got two and a half. Okay, <laughs> something's wrong because I think I got. No, you knew Sleep Bands. You knew Corey in the House. You got half a point for the Disney Channel. You didn't know Miles Behavior. And you know, you know, Pop Tropical. Yeah, you got two and a half. Mm, well, you got two and a half. But I do have a a tiebreaker one. <laughs> do you, can you think of a. Okay. Okay, so, um, so mine is name three Soulja Boy songs. Ooh, okay. <sighs> the names of them? Okay, Crank That. Mm-hmm. Pretty Boy Swag. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Superman? Or is that yeah. Crank That? No, that's so Crank That, one? yeah. Oh. Oh, the one. The one you do the dance? Oh. No, it's not, it, that's not his song. <laughs> no, that's oh, not song. Swag is Kiss Me Through the Phone. Uh, dang okay <laughs> I, was, I was gonna the one I had in my head was donk <laughs> donk you go oh, yeah, donk. yeah 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 you go donk. oh yeah okay yeah. you got that one I get it okay yeah 
what was <laughs> um name okay easy name three disney channel cartoons that you grew up with yeah okay mm. um disney channel cartoons that you grew up with <laughs> Yeah, actually, did they have cartoons? I was like, did they have any cartoons? I could only think of Phineas and Ferb. Like, I was trying to think of other ones I couldn't. Okay, just three Disney Disney Channel shows I grew up watching. Okay. Jesse. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The Wiggles? No, what? The Wiggles? That was like, the Wiggles was on PBS, wasn't it? No, that was on Disney. Oh, well, then I did not watch the Wiggles on Disney Channel. Look it up. It's on Disney. <laughs> it was on Disney. It was play off Disney. Okay. Um, so, Jesse. Um, mm, oh, my God. Why am I blinking? Uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Mm, why can't I think of any? Because uh, I watched Disney for a lot long. <laughs> I know. Like, you used to watch it for with me. a long time. Probably like way out of his demo, I was still watching Disney and I cannot think of anything. Um, that one show, um, the girl, uh, Sim, Sim Lissy just built a house. Well, not just built, but built a oh, house. Oh, good luck, Charlotte. Ch- Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gave me Those that were one. good. Okay, well, I guess we tied because we both got the, the tiebreaker ones. So. <laughs> I guess we know each other's generation. Oh, yeah. I guess I'm a little bit better than we thought we did. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, well, you you said that there's Soldier Boy song. I was like, okay, listen to you. Look at you. Maybe he had a little bit more relevance <laughs> to society than I thought. <laughs> yeah, he has a couple of classics. I don't think we'll ever forget. Yeah, for real, for real. Okay, well, um, thanks for playing, Destiny. Uh, I will that meet you fun. next week. Yeah, it's okay. So, <laughs> let you know you're gonna go down. You're so next competitive. Week. <laughs> okay, let's go to hot topics. Hot topic. Destiny, I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. No, I I love pop culture. I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. I love pop culture. Okay, let's just do hot topics. All right, we back and we still hanging in there. Um, so far, so good. <laughs> we may have to. I maybe next time I might have to do this downstairs where I'm like right next to the the router. Yeah, right next to the router because <laughs> I'm like so nervous that like people could tell that we're like getting delayed or whatever but like i said we are it's a working progress um as we figure out the kinks but like i said it's time for hot topics so my first story for you which is i want to go ahead and put out a trigger warning for those who um may have experienced or um been involved in any um sexual assault but um ti i want to talk about yeah ti and tiny deny sexual assault allegations so um, what has happened is that um, over 30 women have come forward accusing the couple of coercing them into sexual situations that allegedly indra- involved drugs, rape, and more. Um, and it started with um, a, a woman named Sabrina Peterson, who came out and said that T.I. had held her at gunpoint and um, 
The alleged victims told stories uh, centered around threesomes, being forced to take drugs, sexual um, sexual uh, assault, and being kidnapped and more. And it's really kind of crazy. Like, I don't know, because for one thing, like T.I. is kind of known as being kind of woke or at least like he wants to be woke. Yeah, he wants to be woke. And Tiny, for the most part, has been kind of unproblematic. she, I mean, kind of keeps to herself. Um, you know, she was kind of involved in some scandals when it came to like Floyd Mayweather and stuff like that. But for the most part, she hasn't really been. Yeah, when I saw this, I was so like confused, like mm-hmm. because I feel like Ti is kind of like one of those like, you know, what I'm saying like he's kind of like a legend type of person. Mm-hmm. So it's like you just want to expect. And then like the fact that he has three, yeah, three daughters, mm-hmm. you just wouldn't expect this type of behavior out of him cuz just uh like last year he was getting accused of um like checking his daughter's cervix or mm-hmm. whatever to Hyman. make sure she was still yeah, Hyman, to make sure mm-hmm. she was still a virgin. So to hear that he's being accused yeah. of raping women, like that's so crazy to me. I mean, I do believe that T.I. is misogynistic because that's obvious through what he, yeah, what happened with his daughter last year. But I, that just because you're, mis- uh, you know, misogynistic doesn't necessarily mean that you are a rapist. Mm-hmm. So hearing that is very shocking. And like, it just, like, I don't know, it's it just crazy because it seems like through, everything because also now that I think about it I think he has had other allegations of of like sexual assault now I think about it before like especially when like me too came out and of course he denied all of it and t and tiny did too but I can't I think I think that did happen so like maybe this isn't so much of a surprise but anyways they they put out a, a statement um, saying that Mr. and Mrs. Harris want to be on the record and more importantly, want to pu- the public to know they um, deny in the strongest way possible the egregiously appalling allegations being made against them by Sabrina Peterson. The Harrises have had difficulty with this woman for well over a decade. They are taking this matter very seriously. And if these allegations don't end, they will take appropriate legal action. And so it's really crazy. And Shikana, who is one of Tiny's best friends, hopped on on IG and um, I guess she was trying to defend her, but it only kind of made it worse because um, it seemed like she was kind of confirming what Sabrina had said about the couple um, recruiting women for sex. And, you know, people were kind of like, getting on her calling her dumb she's like basically going live and defending them and confirming things like I didn't I didn't watch the whole live or anything like that but I don't know like for me she's not as funny but she also doesn't seem like she has she's like the brightest crown in the box so like (laughs) I would not want her defending me on such serious like um (laughs) wasn't she the one that cried over Gucci that one time Mm -hmm. when they were breaking into the Gucci stuff (laughs) yeah so, you know, it's just maybe not the <laughs> the best person you want defending you. The best spokesperson. Yeah. Um, but and one of the, the story does kind of get crazy because now uh, T.I. has posted that, um, you know, all these things kind of, I guess, proving that the women who have come forward are, like, making these stories up and are lying. Um, 
He posted receipts that show some of the stories sent to Sabrina were not from actual victims. One woman, for instance, like told this whole story about being assaulted by uh, being invited over to hang out with them and then was given drugs and she passed out or something. And um, she had sex, but she didn't know who she had sex with. And then when she like later on found out that it wasn't even T.I. and Tanya she had sex with because she didn't understand why they would drug her in the first place because they have had, I guess, done this before with her and she did need to be drugged but then i guess it turned out that it was because she was having they another person had sex with her against her wishes but then right underneath like the text message that she sent sabrina she wrote um made the she said lmno i'm i made it sound so real She's so dumb. Like, imagine how many other people are actually doing this, just hopping on the bandwagon wagon, trying to make them look bad. Like, I did that just to prove a point, and it worked. So, like, I guess she was just trying to prove a point that this lady will just believe anybody and post it on there just to try to make them look bad. Mm-hmm. And I guess, so then after that, you know, Sabrina found out, and so she posted that she wants people to take a lie detector test, I guess, to prove that they will. T- and it just really sucks because if people are lying just to br- make T.I. and Tanya look bad, like that's really disgusting because that's more reason why that's like the reason why people don't believe victims in the first place is because they think that they're lying. And then you have people who are out here purposely lying to get cloud or make them look bad like that. That's like the 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 definition of like what rape culture is and why you know, women don't go seek help when they are assaulted. And it's just like really messed up. And I don't, we, and it's like, we don't know who to believe now. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. And then especially because they do have like a young child, um, well, a couple of the kids like still live with them are like depending on them. So if this was to like be true, you know, then those kids are not, their parents are obviously not going to be able to raise them anymore Mm -hmm. and all of this especially if people are lying but it's so hard like you said it's so hard to tell like who's lying and who's telling the truth right so I really don't think anything is really even going to happen out of this just because now there's proof that people are lying about Mm -hmm. the situation (sighs) and then also like it I think what makes it like to me maybe not necessarily unbelievable that T.I. might be involved in something like this, but, like, the fact that Tiny might also be, like, because it's, like, what kind yeah. of woman, like... Yeah, that's so weird. Once Would participate in yeah. sexual assault of other women, but, like, I mean, there are sick people out there. Like, I watch enough uh, ID channel and <laughs> uh, Oxygen to know that, like, there are some sick women out there, too, so... Yeah, that's just crazy. She just doesn't seem like she seems so um what's the word like I don't know what I'm trying to say but she seems very protective of CI like yeah that it would just be weird that she would share him with another woman yeah anyways i guess moving on to something maybe a little bit lighter <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um uh Whitney Williams has a lifetime movie coming out and um so she's doing the whole promo tour and she got on um, a radio interview with uh, DJ Sus One. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. And she basically explained that back in the day when she was, I guess, still doing coke, she and Method Man had a one night stand. And if you don't know who Method Man is, he is a 
rapper who was part of the group Wu-Tang. He's now acting now. He's a very attractive man. And if -hmm. you know who Wendy Williams is, maybe back (laughs) in the day, she used to be really attractive, but she um, has had multiple surgeries to her face and to her body that has like made her look a little weird now. So people are like very confused on how this happened in the first place. Because just because Why does she yeah. feel the need to say that? Uh, Wendy Williams loves talking about herself. Like so whatever scandalous story she can put out there, she's going to. She does not care about what people think or if they believe her or not. She's gonna put it out there. So I just can't believe she's really getting a biopic like yeah, I, don't know. I saw the trailer for it. It doesn't look bad. Like, you know, you know, it's going to be, I don't know, necessarily truthful, but it's going to be good because she is involved in it. Um, <laughs> She's going to be telling everything. It, or it could be extremely exaggerated from what actually happened. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, she said in the interview that um, I guess they were at some party and she smelled weed on him, but and she had weed. But and he rolled a blunt. And they were smoking a blunt, and they were watching the game. And they heard gunshots, and the cops came in. And I guess she was flirting a little bit. And he was like, "Do you want to come over?" And she followed him. And um, I guess one thing led to another, and apparently he, <laughs> he smashed. I don't know, but uh, she said that he will deny it. Maybe not, but he she's saying it happened, and uh, she. <laughs> It's like in my head, I can only imagine Wendy Williams now. So it's like, ugh. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It, it, Wendy Williams is just so much. And then, but see, the thing, the reason her and Method Man don't like each other, or he doesn't care for her, and it might not necessarily be because she's telling her business or their business if it's true. But I guess a while ago, she, um, revealed that his wife had cancer when she was keeping it a secret and Wendy Williams does not know like you cannot tell Wendy Williams nothing she will tell like even if she you are quote-unquote her best friend she will tell your business and I don't understand how she has any friends because mm-hmm. was it not too long ago she told people that chi- uh, uh, Black China, China was ha- homeless yeah, yeah and that's supposed to be like her homegirl like yeah I don't yeah, I would never, like, tell Wendy if I knew her. I would never tell her anything just because I feel like everything is, like, for publicity with her. Like, mm-hmm. she's going to tell your business for attention and stuff. Right. So, mm. Yeah, so, you know, people were on social media and Instagram clowning her. And 50 Cent posted a picture of her, like, at the beach. And he was like, what the F kind of weed made you do that, blood? <laughs> 50 cent is so rude like oh my god he is he is so mean. he is like and the I, woman version of wendy williams he really is he really is he he clowns people and he has no right to be clowning people because he is not all that good himself right he has had his past and uh you don't hear people coming from him but you know that's neither here nor there i guess do what he do that's how he keeps his following and people People like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's entertaining to say the least. Yeah. Okay. And continuing with the theme that men are trash. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of this themes uh, this uh, week's episode uh, topic, but I have another guy who's just uh, so Safari Samuels, <laughs> mm-hmm. and who you may know as uh, 
former hype man slash ex-boyfriend of Nicki Minaj and Erica Mina, who is a reality star on Love and Hip Hop, the original New York. Um, they they got married, was it last year, maybe two years ago? And um, in a conversation that they had with uh, Love and Hip Hop um, Unlocked, uh, Erica Mina uh, revealed that Safari does not want to have another child because last time when she was pregnant, she got too big, um, too mm. fat. Yeah. So in her own words, she says, um, she turns to him and says, tell them why you don't want to have another one, referring to another baby. And she said, because I got t- too big, because t- I got too big during my pregnancy, tell them. And he said, I did not say that. You're making this up. And she said, you mentioned my stomach afterward. You said you got you got too big. I got too big. I don't want to be fat again. That's what she said. So yeah, so like this, she cooked a whole baby for this man, and he had the nerve to say that she got too fat, and that's why he doesn't know have another baby. And because I, I guess he must have been having sympathy pregnancy. I don't know symptoms. He mm-hmm. also gained a lot of weight, but what? That's that's not her fault. <laughs> like, yeah, she told you had to eat with her. Yes. <laughs> Um, and so he can, it continues when saying that, like, uh, she wanted to have another, she, she wanted to have another baby and she wanted to have expand her family before they got married. She has told him that. And then Safari didn't tell her until after they got married that he didn't want any more children. And so like, that's kind of messed up. Like, that's kind of a little bit of a, like, you don't. Especially for that reason. Yeah. And like, yeah, you should not keep that information for somebody you're marrying because if that's what they want, like you should. That's part of why they married you. Yeah. Is to have more family, like have more children with you. And if you weren't going to do that, like you should have let them go so they can find somebody who would. Safari said that he wouldn't, he would be interested in having another baby if the baby was delivered via surrogacy so it kind of confirms what she said he said to her like i'm cool with you having another baby but you can't be pregnant because i guess he he doesn't want her to get fat yeah that's how do you fat shaming a pregnant woman that is so crazy that is so (laughs) messed up like especially like it would be one thing if she had like a hard pregnancy like Mm -hmm. uh like kim kardashian i believed after the last baby Mm -hmm. like she carried herself they didn't want to take that route because she did have such a hard pregnancy. That's one thing. But to yeah. tell your wife, like, I don't want you to have any more kids because I don't want you to get fat. Like, that is very um, shallow. Yes, very shallow. And it, like, kind of, like, looks to the reason of why he, the real reason why he married her wasn't because of her character, that he, like, loved her. He married her for shallow reasons. You're right. And, you know, she goes on to say that. He said, you know, She's like, I'm so perfect, but you don't want to have kids with me. And he said, I would love to just let someone else carry it. And she was like, I'm not Kim Kardashian. Like, you know, she says, like, I'm I'm not like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not going to, ha- you know, have a surrogate if I don't like if she, especially don't if she enjoyed it. being pregnant. Yeah, she doesn't need it. And if she enjoyed being pregnant, like, why does she have to give up that like experience in her life because of your shallow reasons? Like, exactly. Ridiculous. And then my thing is. It's not like she didn't bounce back. Like she mm-hmm. looks really good still. So yeah, it's not like it's she put on like, a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah, it's a temporary thing if you want it to be, and 
And also, like, she was one of those people who, like, because pe- there are women who do gain a significant amount of weight, like, everywhere. And it is a lot harder for them to lose that weight. But when she was pregnant, she was one of those people who just gained weight in her stomach. So it's like, mm-hmm. so you mad about the baby bump? Like, that is your child. What are you talking yeah. about? He, oh, he's trash. He is. And it's just like, but also not surprising because this man is a fool like he's always trying to take his clothes off always trying to make music talking about how big his junk is and he just thinks that he is some type of god's gift walking like i'm just like mm-hmm. safari you're not like <laughs> humble yourself boo-boo like <laughs> right just because Nicki minaj gave you a chance which she does not also i would not <laughs> Her choice in men is questionable in general, anyways. Like <laughs> exactly, so, <laughs> right? Get out of here. So, I don't want to take her judgment from what Nicki Minaj be doing. Right, exactly. Ugh. the world is crazy. People are crazy, but all you could do is just wake up every day, do what you got to do, and pray that the good in the world, uh, you know, spreads to other people. You know, yeah. I think that's that's the takeaway I have for some of this negativity that's been going on lately. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, um, we made it through our first virtual podcast. <laughs> we had a little bit of a you know rough start, but it looks like we are we we got got through it. So that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to let people know that, like, so earlier we were we were. Um, kind of it was kind of delaying a little bit and so I told Destiny that like sometimes it helps to turn the video off but we I still wanted to see her while we were talking and so I had her FaceTime me but because <laughs> she's FaceTiming me on my phone like when she talks is delayed two seconds from when I actually hear it so it's like <laughs> kind of been throwing me off a little bit but uh <laughs> 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 were you gonna say something oh yeah I was gonna say um yeah, this week is definitely um different. It's very it's much easier when I'm at home. But um hopefully I think it's still gonna sound good and hopefully it doesn't sound like we're, you know, ninety yeah. something miles away from each other. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know, I'm gonna try my best to keep it keep it seamless. But I mean, if anybody has any ideas of how we could do this a little bit better or if they have a better um video conferencing uh app that we can use let me know we'd be happy to take suggestions but um anyways because right now we're just using zoom but anyways um yeah thanks you guys for listening um if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please give us five stars um also check us out on all the other streaming devices yes and also make sure you guys follow us on instagram um yeah you guys can comment there if you know any better ways to do this whole virtual thing um make sure you guys shout us out and everything like that sounds <laughs> good literally just a second ago your mouth was moving <laughs> like and I was like is she like I thought we were delayed again <laughs> and then I heard the word see so it's crazy anyways um we'll see you next time guys <laughs> bye bye
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.